Hello, welcome to Last Exit to Brooklyn. Tom McCaffrey, Eric Bronstein. We're back. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm excited. A lot to talk about this week. There is a lot to talk yeah. about. Uh, first, let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, obviously, Olivia Newton-John is the big news this week. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, That's a random name. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think of the most random, yeah. irrelevant person. Uh, no, the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, did you you watch them, right? Of course. Do you watch them every year? I do. Um you know, I catch it. I mean, the Oscars, the problem with that ceremony is I know exactly what they're doing wrong with the whole thing. I mean, not that I'm, I'm, I'm a genius to say in this, but obviously the, it's like two good categories at the beginning, you know, after the monologue, which is usually interesting. Yeah. Then they stack it with all these kind of quad sound mixing. And, and I know these things are important to make a movie, but people are not interested in this stuff. They're not that important. Right. Sound isn't a big <laughs> part of the movies. Well, someone said that... The it's probably the most important <laughs> part, actually. <laughs> the guy they said who won the sound mixing was like, he had been nominated like 18 times and he never won. And they called him the Su- Susan Lucci of sound mixing. Oh, d- this was after the show they said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like he... Ne- but, you know, come on. It's not the same thing. It's not because yeah. no one fucking knows who he is <laughs> or gives a shit. <laughs> no one was, like, cheering when he won. Yeah. What, what movie won? Ha- Hacksaw Ridge. Because I remember doing a tweet about it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Let's get into that fast. Uh, did, you didn't see Hacksaw Ridge, right? No, I heard it. Not, you said it was good, right? No, it's oh. not. It's not good. Violent, I know that. I mean, it's vi. It's vi. I guess it looks good, and the sound is good. I don't know why they like <laughs> <Good> decided. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I could hear it. I, I don't know. I can't. I feel like if you have a budget and there's a lot of money going, in, like you're gonna have pretty decent sound. Yeah, you, you know? think so? Uh, but I don't know. Apparently, I, I refuse to believe that people are watching all of the movies. No, I did see Moonlight the day before the Oscars. Oh, did you like it? It was. Good. It was better than La La Land to me. Yeah, that's the thing. All right, everyone hate. Well, all right. So obviously, let's I think get I predicted the, Moonlight. Last you did, week. Yeah. I think, and I was like, no, it's going to be La La Land, right? And we we were both right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, that was um, <laughs> the greatest thing I have ever fucking seen. Oh, I cannot tell you how. Did Did you see it actually happen? Yeah. It was one of those things that, like, I was like, I'm watching his. This is like the, an historic moment. Yeah, I, and uh, some people turned it off their TV. I talked to some people that like because they were talking for at least two or three minutes, and you're like, "Oh, la la land, they won." All right, turn off the that's TV. That's the great. All right, that's the greatest part is how long they talk. <laughs> how fucking humiliating! All right, I'm gonna play part of all it. All right, um, just the fact that it went on so right. fucking long. All right, I'm gonna play. And first of all, Warren Bitt, you know, they just looked so old. Yeah. Warren, I know they're old, but he, you know, the whole thing when he was pausing, I mean, it made sense after. Right. But when he was doing the pause thing and he wouldn't say it, and it was kind of like, it was, I was watching, I was like, is this supposed to be like a joke? Right. That's what I thought. Cause he's kind of a weird sense of humor, that dude, you know? Yeah. Apparently he's like a real weirdo. Yeah. Like I've been reading articles about like, he just, he talks a lot. Like, yeah. That someone wrote an article. Did you see that article? Mm-mm. Someone just put it out about how he'll go on for hours when you talk to him on the phone. Oh, God. Because he seems really... All right, so here's... This is... Yeah, I'll put it so you can look at it. And the Academy Award... Mm-hmm. For Best Picture. You're horrible. You're horrible. 
And apparently they hate each other. Oh, they do. Apparently they hated each other when they were making the movie. Oh, Bonnie Bonnie and, Cla- and then there, there was some big thing where they didn't, they were, weren't getting along for this. Yeah. Well, you thought he was having like a Travolta moment where he couldn't read, couldn't see it because he's older. Yeah. And when Travolta said that name wrong, he's, is that what happened with Travolta? He, he didn't. I, he said it, he, he said the name was so wrong. Oh yeah. He couldn't even. What was the real name? Adina Manzel. Okay, so look how long this goes on. I know. So, all right, this is what I love listening to the speeches because you know the and I, you know it couldn't have been be- better that it was actually La La Land, which is all about like follow your dreams <laughs> and you fools who dream and dreams can come true. And I mean, to give this like heartfelt speech, like that the first guy got. Yeah. And you first of all, remember I was watching him give the speech, and he reminded me of this other producer guy I knew, and I was like, he's such a douche. Oh yeah, is that like, the one who gave the? All right, go ahead. And the play. guy who finally does it. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to thank my wife. She's beautiful. It's like no, but the one who goes moonlight. You guys won. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. Thank you, thank you all. Uh, thank you to the Academy. Thank you to <laughs> Lionsgate. Thank you to our incredible cast and crew. We're all up here right now. Um, thank you to Jamie Feldman, to Gary Gilbert. Thank you uh, to my parents for supporting oh, uh, my, my choice God. to pursue a career in the arts. This even is though it's crazy. Arthur Horowitz, you are my fantasy baby. Um, oh my God. What? Kind, generous, talented, beautiful. Now you see all of a sudden there's some commotion going on in the back. Like what's going live. on? Did you notice that when it was happening? Well, you see some people you have, talking. Uh, inspired me to become the man I am right now. Well, when I saw the guys with the headsets, like yeah. in the back, like I saw one, and I was like, "Hmm, why is that guy there?" <laughs> and then they kept; they wouldn't go away. And I was like, "What? What's going?" On? And I was like, "Something's." Ha- I didn't know what was happening. I was like, "Something weird." Yeah, going apparently on. The, one of the guys looked like Matt Damon, so they thought it was a joke. That's the guy who fucked it up. Yeah. The guy who was in charge of the envelope. Oh, I heard he's not doing it anymore. No, he's not, Brian. Him. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, how much do you have to do to fucking? And more importantly, the man I'm still becoming. Oh my God, um, the man. I'm- there's a lot of love in this Did he say journey? Um, and let's use it to create and change. The next guy's is the best because he's giving the whole, like, these are the people that inspired me to uh-huh, dream. And then uh-huh. while he's saying all these dream things you see in the back, the other people realizing that they lost. That inspires us towards joy, towards hope, and towards empathy. Uh, here's to the fools who made me dream. My uncle Gary Platt, oh my. my mentor Sam Cohn, my parents, my children, my wife Julie, on whose shoulders I've stood Jewish for guys too, years. You know? <laughs> and then, like now, you kind of see the guy's face. Yeah. Proud to be a part of, and the Hollywood and the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Rep- you see all the guys in the back. Yeah. Civilization. So keep dreaming, because the dreams we dream today yeah. will provide. It couldn't be anywhere perfect when he says keep dreaming. The dreams you dream is when you see the guy in the back realize that they lost. Right. Now, now here's a few things on that. Like, first of all, um, do you think, now I was thinking about this today because yeah, there's always that story about when uh, Marissa Tomei, Tomei yeah, and he, Jack Palance, he might have read the wrong name. I'm actually thinking now, there has, this has had to have happened before. Right. Now, they could have just gone with it. But right. had this come out, it would have been a disaster. Because, because of the black, it was a black yeah. movie? I mean, it would have been bad anyway, but that would have been worse. Well, yeah. that's the other thing that kind of adds a layer to it, is that. That kind of like, yeah, even took, when the black movie wins, the, really the white guys are kind of there, just grab, trying to take it. They're almost taking it from yeah. them. Like, it goes down to everything, in the you know, so many things like... 
rock and roll and rap. Right. Like, and, and they had such a good Oscars where they had a lot of black people uh, yeah. win, and then this ends like this. Well, I mean, I know that they think it's a tragedy or everything. I think this is the greatest thing oh, ever in the the Oscars fucking history. Yeah. Like, this is like... When you realize what it, when when it when I, when I kind of realized what was happening, I was fucking floored. I was right. like, I cannot believe how because it it just breaks the illusion of the entire night. I was annoyed because I was like, all right, because I wanted to go to bed and stop tweeting, and then I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to do like 20 tweets at this point now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I wasn't even tweeting that much. Yeah. I was had an odd out of body experience, yeah. so I can imagine what, what do you think it would be like? All right, so here's so the, the best part is. The the third guy knew what had happened. Oh, like I've watched this like thirty times. God. The third guy basically has figured out what has happened, yeah. and the the guy who's just like these are the dreamers, you know. He's like, hey man, now it's your turn to talk, and he kind of nods him off. Oh shit! But then he still gives a speech. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Watch, watch. And the humanity that will narrate the stories of our lives tomorrow. Fred? Well, at this point, they're afraid to say something. But So he's giving a speech. He knows that they didn't win. So when he says it, do you think that they were like, it was that old thing of like, hey, I can't take this. You won. Yeah. Do you think that that's what they thought? I think, it, yeah, what do you do there? I mean, there's really nothing you could do. I mean, it's so embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing also <laughs> for the guys like Warren Beatty and, and her. Like, I was thinking about this. Like, if, you, if, that, if you're in that situation, what do yeah. you do? Me, like in Warren Beatty's situation? Right, so Warren Beatty was just so confused that he couldn't read the card, so he gives it to her. And right. she's just like... I don't even blame her either because it's such a, everyone's watching and stuff. Right. And it does All you see is La La Land. Yeah, it says that on the cards. So you figure maybe the Emma Stone part is, you know, is, right. is wrong or something like that. Do you. So, because um, I've read articles where it's like, oh, it's Warren Beatty's fault. No, not because he had the wrong envelope. Right. But they were like, you should be, you should have, you figured out what was going on. You should have just said something and owned up and been like, hey, I, yeah. I don't have the right envelope. Right. And they could have just done it again. And that would have, if even if that happened, that would have been one of the craziest things ever to happen in Oscar. Yeah. That would have been insane. <laughs> yeah, right. If he was like, look, if he had just been like, hey, look, I have the wrong envelope. I need to get that. Like, and there would have been a crazy moment of the, them running out. Yeah. But I guess it's just showing, um, you know, comedians I feel like are shit on and everything looked down upon and people don't really feel like they're doing anything. Right. Like like especially like the hosts. Right. It just shows you how hard that is. You know what you I mean? You think on your feet. He can't even right. improv in one being on stage for thirty fucking seconds. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like any comedian or someone would have been able to handle it. They just would have been like Yeah, I don't know. This says something weird. Like what do you I mean I mean, I agree with that, but I, know I also think different. that I don't know. I think that that's a tricky one because you don't really I mean, the eyes of the world are on you, and you want everything to go smoothly. So, right. I mean, I don't think he's a good ad libber, but I think no, clearly not. not. He's not known for his improv, right? But the other thing that's, that's funny about it is, in his mind, was he just kind of like, I guess I'm just gonna 
go with this and like make they probably didn't win but i'm not saying shit right. well, like just to save face you know what i mean yeah, but i guess you, you do see la la land on the card so that's what i would think you would go with yeah. but he did know that it he pretty much kind of knows because yeah. it says emma stone right and then the envelope said something wrong so too. maybe in his mind because that's what it kind of looks like because part of me feels like this could have just gone and no one would have known. You know what I mean? Right. That's why when you brought that up, I thought about that. Like, there has to have happened in the past where there's a mistake. Well, and they just... Because and, and, they have duplicate envelopes, which makes no sense. Because they have duplicate envelopes because sometimes people come out of different entrances. That just seems like such an odd... What do you mean? Why do you do... Why don't you just rehearse and figure out what side they're going to come on? It doesn't on? even matter. You just print one fucking envelope. And right. And they come out the wrong side, have a guy run out to them. You know what I mean? And how fucking, you know... The whole thing, have you been reading about it? The guy's name is Brian Kulinen. First of all, he looks like such a douchebag. Yeah. Wasn't he tweeting? When he was like tweeting the whole time. And he yeah. was like taking pictures and tweeting on, and putting on Instagram. Yeah, and it's okay. like, dude, you're fucking like... First of all, he's been doing this for years. You can't be like a starstruck guy in charge of all the envelopes. But it's just another thing like social media. It just shows more and more how it's like becoming this phenomenon like it's so hard to not be on your phone yeah i mean you saw that thing with that tour bus where they the tour came in yeah and those people well, didn't some one of them like just get out for like rape or something well i don't know about any of that stuff but 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 the second they get out all they're doing is they have their phone yeah up. jimmy kimmel had a good point he's like you don't need to do this this is on tv Right, you know, you could just show this to your friends, and it's that whole thing. I, I, you know, I saw Prince in concert like 2011. That was the first time I thought of that, where I was, um, Prince was doing an encore, and I just, I was kind of close, and I was like, I had my phone up, right, and I was watching it basically on my phone as I was taping it, and so was everyone else. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm at a fucking Prince concert, <laughs> and I'm watching it. I'm already watching it on my phone live, and then I was looking around and. uh Everyone's doing it. And then I think yeah. like a year or two later, Louis C.K. does a bit about that, how everyone at his kid's concert is like... On the phone. It's, it's, ridic- it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous because you're ru- ruining the real experience. Because I remember a few years ago, I got free tickets. So just remind you of this. I got free tickets to see Maroon 5 <laughs> at the Beacon. All right? Really? I don't know how I got these tickets. So I went with my girlfriend. Did, they, well, did Maroon 5 itself actually call you up? <laughs> yeah. But just handing them out. It was me, and my girlfriend, and a bunch of fourteen-year-old girls. Yeah. I, so can you All imagine? Right. Yeah. But I'm every phone was because this is fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Or sixteen, or whatever. They're all. So, there was not one. You couldn't see one face in there. It was everyone's face was covered with a phone. Yeah. So that's like that. That's what our culture is at now. And it, I do think it's not like a little kind of like oh, this is so annoying. Everyone does that. I think it's become this. It's like an affliction. It's right. really hard to not be on your phone. You have access to everything all the time. You know, I can't. I watch TV now in a different way. I watch TV on the phone. Yeah, like I'm constantly looking up. Sh- oh, who, who's that actor? Yeah. Oh, I have to look up. I what do his that in career. the movie theaters all the time. Now, yeah, too. I try not to, yeah, but it's hard not to. Um, but yeah, that that just it's just another. This is more evidence of that. Like especially you know social media, and then you're just you're at the Oscars and you're, right. you're surrounded by celebrities. It would be really hard to not do that shit. It's true, but enjoy the experience a little bit, you know. I know, and it fucking it's it fucking ruined him. Now I, he's fucking who the guy Brian Q. I mean, I don't oh, know if yeah. it ruined, but I mean now he's no, his face and name is there. He got fired from doing yeah, it. Yeah, they'll probably next year have some sort of ban on that. You know. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah, and that'll last for about two two right. years. 
Well, um, you know, but also they could tell. It's quite possible that he's told or paid to do that because, you know, it's like to do to tweet to or do Instagram pictures of the backstage and stuff like that. He might right. have been told by them. They may be throwing him under the bus because they're like, "Hey, it's good marketing. People can see the back." You know? Yeah, you, know you think mean? so? Well, I'm sure they're throwing him under the bus. So yeah. they, he, if, if anyone's going to get thrown under the bus, it's going to be this fucking guy. Right, they're right. Not, they're not going to do it to Warren Beatty. No, no. But I think that could could, could be possible. I mean, because, again, he's not starstruck. So I think that's what's so... The, it, it's one of those situations that, like, something went really wrong. And I guess when... Uh, you know, it's kind of unprecedented, something going that wrong right. at the Oscars, especially... And especially like the award of the night, and yeah. I think Warren Beatty, you know, it, that's what was so great. It's, it was very fitting for our times now because the Oscars is kind of trying to always, you know, maintain this like grandiosity right. of like glamour and Hollywood, and like it's yeah. not really real, but they're presenting themselves and it's in a above certain the other, way. P- other co- contests, right? And, and it's just kind of now like, they're no, now they're just in the same level as Miss Universe. That's all they are. Exactly. They're, now it's just kind of like. Uh, they, they're like a reality show yeah. now. We're like, because what's really entertaining to people is just things going horribly wrong. But this is a bit. I, there was just a, a big part of me that really thought this was fixed. Like I thought that you, you did, were, but I don't think it is. Now. It occurred to me. But it's just like you want to create these viral moments because again, the Oscars. It was the worst rated Oscars in a, in a decade. It was. Yeah. Why? What is it? I thought. I mean, I guess I know why. There's shit. They're so bad. But the movies weren't that big. You know. What yeah. I mean? And also. That moment didn't happen until the end, so yeah. that doesn't really count in any ratings. You know, a lot of people fell asleep ending. before that. Yeah, it was so. It was, I was like, I was blown away by that. I had never seen anything, and but like I said, um, uh, what was I saying? Basically, just I loved how. Oh, so I think Warren Beatty because that's like unprecedented. Right. Just kind of didn't want to break that um, illusion, kind of like breaking the fourth wall almost right. of like. Uh, I can't show that there's something wrong, and because it's one of those, you know, like oh, something will happen if you don't fix it early. It just goes to shit right. in a bigger way. And I him, mean, if, yeah, if he hit, just directly just said La La Land immediately, or if he had like done that thing of been like, hey, admitted there was a problem, right. it still would have been horrible and bad, but. Because he ignored it and tried to like play it off, it just got worse. Like right. the fact that they went on stage and basically gave all their acceptance acceptance speeches—that's yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that. How do you think that would feel? Like for you, I've been in situations not even close to that, and it's like mortifying, right? Um, how do you think that would feel? Do you think? I mean, would you just be it's, humiliated? It's embarrassing. I don't think they care. Do they care that much? Yeah. Maybe. Really? I think so. All yeah. Right. I mean, you're giving, you're like pouring your heart out, and this is like your big dream. Oh, those speeches are so stupid anyway. You know what I mean? I know. Here's the fools that, you know, but w- what must that feel like to like, this is the ultimate, and this is what you were like anticipating, hoping would happen, and you're like, yes, I have it, and then to not have right. it. And that's never happened ever before in the Oscars. Yeah. That just has to be the most soul-crushing thing in the world. Uh, yeah, right. Do you, all right. <laughs> I just think painful. of times. I just think of times like you know, doing a show. You know, like in front of like fifty people, right. and like Bombing. I won't do well. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, 
This is horrible. You know, I couldn't yeah. imagine being on the Oscars and just it's true. Because if you have a bad set, you can just run out of there and just pretend it never happened. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be. This is like on tape. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what did so? What did you think of them beyond that? Like just boring. I mean, they 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 are really boring. Yeah, and I think that these these categories in the middle, you gotta just not have them. Or just yeah. Why don't they get rid? Why don't they just do it? And people want it. And then you cut the acceptance because the acceptance speeches are always cut. Just have less categories and yeah. then let them talk more. That's what everyone wants to see. Uh, yeah, you know? and then like, what did you think of Casey? Oh, I was wrong. Casey Affleck won. I thought they were. I thought he wasn't going to win either. You know, but you saw uh, what's his name? Denzel Whistle. Washington. Was I know. Yeah, that guy like really cannot uh, hide his disdain. Yeah. Was he just mad because he didn't win, or because Casey Affleck won? Do you think? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he hasn't won before, but I guess he, you know. I know. But he I was think- better. Him, yeah, and then I, I watched like Casey, you know, Casey Affleck was when he was giving his speech. First of all, he gave a horrible speech, right? And I mean, it was basically like he was. It was almost like he was giving the speech in character. Yeah, know? well, like, he's, he's like an under actor. Thanks for letting you get. Isn't that how he talks? Thanks a lot. They talk about how. Uh, Matt Damon turned the role down. I know that's all they talk about. But you know what? He would have been not as good in that because that role called for someone who was like just fucking depressing. Who? Yeah, like I. That's the thing about it. Like, I, I mean, he's good. I guess he's good, but I don't know. When you watch him in the movie, he's just like, <sighs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like. The Stephen Hawking movie yeah. when he won the Oscar and it's they like love that. all he does is he doesn't even move he just sits in a chair not moving the whole movie right 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 you know and they're like this guy was a genius <laughs> he doesn't even say anything I mean there's other people who are like I I like remembered lines right and you know they always downplay oh well just just memorizing a lot of lines doesn't mean you're good it's like yeah but it's it is harder yeah definitely <laughs> than to just like be like. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Theater acting's hard because you got to memorize the whole play at once. Yeah, uh, movies you just have to memorize that scene anyway. So yeah, exactly. Like, you know. So I mean, I get Casey Affleck was good, but I, I know some people also brought this up too, like um, you know uh, when at the beginning when Justin Timberlake was singing. Yeah, and that was good actually. Yeah, and then but then he goes into Bill Withers' song "Lovely Day." Oh yeah, they put called like to Denzel Washington. Like, he's like, you know this. Like, yeah, like because I mean, he's black. Is yeah, that... and older. And, like it's just yeah, come on. But I mean, he did know it, right? I just everything <laughs> now is like you can't say that. Right. I can't believe you said you know this uh, song to a black guy. Black people don't know this <laughs> song. And then another the tour bus bit when I when they were talking about doing it I was like oh that sounds like a funny idea and then when it happened it was, it just kind of went nowhere yeah first of all they didn't even seem that like impressed like, I think they were tipped off you think so because the second they came in they already had their phones up and you know what I mean and they didn't yeah see, and they didn't look too surprised they did it maybe they were just in shock yeah, do you it, think that's because they were just like oh who's your favorite actor and they were like oh him yeah, yeah and then apparently the one guy that got all the attention um he had just gotten out of jail for rape or something Not the black guy yeah oh, okay. like two weeks ago yeah, came okay. out I thought he's getting married I know that was another thing I'm like how are you getting married <laughs> like this guy's like in, this guy's in a relationship and yeah. I'm single <laughs> <laughs> you know those prison people they always get the ladies yeah that is funny yeah. when that happens where uh, they'll get married in jail <laughs> or like the serial killers like the they have like groupies <laughs> god i really like that guy. that's the whole thing women are like oh we don't like jerks it's like come on <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so the, I thought that kind of fell flat. It was right. stu- and it kind of wouldn't end, and yeah. it just didn't really. It didn't seem to. F- and then also, I, I think, think I, t- Kimmel did a pretty good job. Though. I thought Kimmel was great. Yeah. I thought he was like one of the best I've seen. He had the tone right. Yeah, and I, I, I was reading something. The thing that's so funny is like you know he was anticipating. I'm sure like the host always gets shit on the next day, and right. he didn't get anything because the entire story was just that I fuck know, up. Break. Yeah. Um, so he, that's kind of funny. Kind of cut a break. Yeah, he did do some one funny joke, too. It was in the middle of the show, and he said, like, I forgot what the joke was, but the joke was kind of dark, and the audience went, ooh. You know? Oh, it's like, in the middle, Kimmel lost the crowd. <laughs> that was great. I really liked his tone, yeah, because he wasn't being, like, obsequious to the crowd. Right, but he, also by doing that, he turns it on the critics who are about to pounce on him. Right, you right. Know? And he, he he seemed very, he had the perfect, like, irreverent tone. Right. Of, like, he didn't seem nervous. He didn't seem like, he didn't seem like he wanted them to like him. Right. He seemed like he was just very kind of, like, I, you know, it's funny, I'm not a huge Jimmy Kimmel fan, but watching this i was like wow he's like really awesome yeah he did a good day and he he did made it political but not too much so yeah you know, ripped into trump without even saying his name yeah and, and i he just seemed the most comfortable i've ever seen i liked that that kind of a guy kind of like a wise acre guy yeah. doing it and not seeming to give a shit if they liked him or not right exactly but then i think they were kind of like fuck you didn't like say thing that's why i that's why i love the ending thing for the fuck up so much because <laughs> it was just kind of like it seemed to take it the whole thing down a peg right. and sh- it just was them looking ridiculous i know like 20 producers just standing <laughs> on stage being like yeah no get out of here and then mm-hmm. at one point you can see a guy like collecting oscars <laughs> That's the funniest. <laughs> like just grabbing back Oscars <laughs> from white people <laughs> and handing them to black like people. Reparations, you know? Yeah, totally. We've really come a long way. <laughs> Imagine if some like, you know, black guy like was looking to, I don't know, some like slave like was in a coma and woke up. Bruh, I don't saw know, that he to make him. voice frozen. Like, wait, this is the this is America now? <laughs> Taking away Oscars from white people? <laughs> and the most white movie too, right? Yeah. Just about like jazz uh, and no black people. I guess I guess John Legend's in it. Jazz is black, but they co-opted it, so it's like yeah. And I'm, it, it, you know, I liked La La Land, but it was so funny of all the movies to it to happen to for it to be La La Land. I haven't met one person that liked La La Land. Nah. I th- I th- started good, and then it was eesh. everyone turned on it. Like I feel like so it's weird. I don't know what. And if that had really won, that really would have sucked. Well, they they said that the SAG Awards, uh, they, they didn't even get a nomination in the SAG Awards for, for La La Land for best. They didn't. It's not best picture. It's called best ensemble because it only. Oh right, the right. Actors, but they said that the SAG actors make up most of the Academy, so the SAG awards are usually kind of right on target because it's oh. almost the same. So thing. they didn't even get a nomination. No. Because it's not Best Picture. It's called Best Ensemble. Right. So they were saying maybe they didn't get it because it wasn't really an ensemble. But that's not necessarily... Every movie's an ensemble, basically. Yeah, so. yeah. What did get it? Moonlight? Moonlight, I think. Yeah. Did it? There's yeah. like three people in that movie. Yeah. So did you like... I mean, like, I think Moonlight's fine. I just like... Good. Not not great, but good. Or Again, okay. we were talking about before. It's just one of those movies where, like, everyone acts like it's so great because nothing happens. Right, right. Like, he's like... How's it going? I don't know. <laughs> this is amazing. They didn't do anything. No, I mean, it's good. It's better than La La. La yeah, La Land's just like a lot. something about La La Land. You just, like it. You can be, you can own it. I to did, it. but yeah. then like. People are ruining it for you now. No, it's not even that. It's just kind of like. 
I don't know. I, I mean, it, maybe it's it's fine. Well, I'm just surprised that Trump didn't bash the Oscars. That's a good way to uh, segue into that. So did you watch his thing last night, his address to the I Congress? I did, yeah. So I, I missed that. I had Kindler, to do a show. Gentle, gentler, gentler Trump. Yeah, so what's going on? Do you think he's trying to tone it down? The, th- the thing that's so annoying now is like now I can see him getting better because the bar is so low for him. Yeah. All he has to do is basically just stop like yelling out racist things. Yeah. And all he has to do is not tweet horrible things for like two months. <laughs> right. And it'll be like, oh, my God, this guy is unbelievable. And that's what I'm scared about. You know, I can kind of see it happening. Like, because the fact that he didn't really even respond to the Oscars is uh, I was already like, wow. Yeah. Like someone he, had his phone that night. They must have. Yeah. I mean, they were tweeting, tweeting at him. That was another thing I thought. I And I, I did think the whole Matt Damon thing was hilarious the whole when he kept going back to matt damon the whole show i thought that was really funny uh yeah i thought i literally thought jimmy kimmel was like one of the best hosts i've ever i I thought i remember years ago i thought steve martin was great yeah he was good um and then uh who else do you think has been good i I mean whoopi goldberg's your favorite Steve Martin. i remember what he hosted at the funniest line just say there's one that i there's a couple that i love but let's see what yours are one of them was um Oh no! Actually, say yours because he wasn't hosting for one of the lines. Oh, I, I just thought, it's just the way he delivers it. You know the way he, he goes. He, yeah. he he went to the audience. He goes, "Please hold all applause until they're for me." Yeah, <laughs> and just the way he says it. You know what I mean? It was right. No, he's hilarious. He, I mean, obviously he's great, but he was a great host. Like there was one. I think it was like right after the Russell Crowe kidnap conspiracy. Yeah. Do you remember when that happened? Like they they uncovered something that someone was had a plan to kidnap Russell Crowe. Right, right. And he was like, uh, apparently we've just uncovered the person behind the whole Russell Crowe kidnapping scandal. And all I have to say is you should be ashamed of yourself, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut to Tom Hanks and he kinda like nods embarrassingly. Yeah. yeah. He kinda like played into it. I mean, he, I'm sure he tipped him off. Oh, he was gonna of do that joke. Yeah, they know um, and then there was one, some movie came out, and they were, I think this was 2001, maybe 2000, he was like, uh, this movie, I, he was like, the next presenter is from a movie about a gay man that was persecuted and beaten and had his complete his life completely ruined, or as rapper Eminem called it, the feel-good movie of the year. Because <laughs> it was right after, remember like Eminem, his second album, he said like faggot, yeah, yeah, he just yeah. kept saying faggot the whole time, that was like a huge deal in right. pop culture. Um <laughs> Other, what other hosts have you liked? Um, um, I thought Chris Rock was good, but he ca- he caught a lot of shit. He did it twice, right? What what, what did he ca- catch shit for? Just they thought he was too dark, you know. God, he would say fuck? Jude Law. Remember when he? Yeah, Sean Penn got into a fight with him. Yeah, Sean Penn like made the comment when he was presenting. Yeah, he goes, he, he goes, Jude. If you can't get Russell Crowe, you get Jude Law, and then and then Sean Penn. He's like, by the way. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, who the hell is Jude Law? Who the hell is Jude Law? I'm doing all my impressions today. <laughs> Casey Affleck. And, 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 yeah, and he was like, Jude Law's uh, one of our most celebrated actors. <laughs> such a... I know. what it's, it's like, calm down, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> How dare you go after Jude Law? I just think it's... It, it, it sounds like Nicolas Cage. I know. <laughs> they all sound the same. Yeah. I don't know. Sean Penn just has... Yeah. <laughs> What's your impression of Sean I Penn? I can't do a show, but... <laughs> yes, you can. That's not what I. I saw Artie Lang though say something funny. Like he was being interviewed. He goes, "Sean Penn 
no matter what he does, like where he's being interviewed, like on about the Iraq War or whatever, he's being all serious. He still laughs like Spicoli. Yeah, you know. Oh, really? So he'll be like talking normally, and then he'll be like, huh, huh, you know? <laughs> yeah, Mister Hahn. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so funny that Spicoli has become this like ultra serious yeah. political guy. <laughs> he's like, we need to do this, and that you know, he's helping out in like Haiti and yeah, stuff. Haiti. And, hey, Mister Hahn, <laughs> you jerk! He must like be kind of like mortified a little bit by that performance. Oh, that's still. I saw that the other day. That's still a great fucking movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Maybe he's not. I think he like they they gave an award to the cast from for something like two years ago, and he was there. Yeah. And like everyone was there, the people who aren't famous, <laughs> you know. But they must be like, thank God, Trump Penn's here. Yeah. Um, we get back to Trump. I don't know. Yeah, let's get back. So it. yeah, but that was the only thing. I I watched the news a little bit, and it, I felt like on MSNBC they were straining for things to criticize. I know about. it's tough. So maybe there isn't a lot to talk about there. But you know, it's was it's, there anything specific? No, I just think the you know he's just talking a lot of platitudes, and you know they they caught him rehearsing it in, in the yeah game. that I saw that was funny. But, you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, he'll probably get more popular if he acts normal. But the question is... Normal for him. Right, but he just is too prone to fucking explosions, you know? I know. What's going on? Maybe he's just bottling it up. I mean, something big has to happen no, during his presidency. No, before the election. They, he didn't have his phone. They took his phone away from him. He was they, quiet. They did? Yeah. So people really just do that. Who's yeah. taking his phone? Probably the, the, the blonde. Oh really? <laughs> what was the big uproar? She was like sitting on her knees on the couch. <laughs> on the couch. I just love how this is what it's come to. Everything is just like there's a picture of her on the couch. It's like oh god, yeah. all right. Why? Because it's disrespecting. I think people just you know I I understand I hate him, but like even before Trump and Obama, they said the same thing. He was disrespecting the office because he has jacket off or something, right? I just feel like people need to get a life or something. I don't know. Like, what the f- We can't just scrutinize everything no, that happens. There's, there's so many real things you can scrutinize, you know? And I just hope at this point that this whole... He'll, they'll cave on Obamacare and nothing will happen. But I don't know. It's getting a little... Sl- what was he like, saying last night? He was saying we need to repeal it. But what are they going to do without a replacement? Well, I mean, and they, well, I think well, a good thing you need to watch. You watch John Oliver on Sunday? No, I don't. Watch the clip of him talking about Obamacare. I, Saying this to all our listeners, watch it because he really breaks it down. John Oliver, yeah, about what they're thinking of replacing with, which is just a horrible version of Obamacare. So, do they have some? Have they said some kind of replacement? They have ideas, but it's not. You know, usually uh, if you're on Obamacare, what happens is you get a subsidy for your income level, right? But they want to change it to age, so the older you get, the more subsidy you get. But you could be a rich old person and not need that. Yeah. So it doesn't really make any sense. Or you could it be would, poor, a very sick young person. Right. Yeah. So it's the dumbest thing. And it wouldn't even cover... They just the subsidies to, that they would give you wouldn't even cover your health insurance. They just want to give everything to like keeping old people alive. What? They just want to make everything around keeping old people alive. What do you mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, if it gets e- if if it gets easier and easier, but the, but the old people won't even be covered because their health insurance is so expensive that it'll only cover a certain level. So the older you are, are the less money you'll get. No, the more money. The you'll more, get. right? Sorry. But the thing is, the amount, the numbers that they're talking about wouldn't even be close. To what covering? The Where did you hear that that was their replacement? I'm reading the, watching the news. I've been John Oliver was talking about that. When already, do you think they would? They've already it? put out a plan. It's a, just a draft. It's called a draft, and they're basically saying that old people will get like six thousand dollars a year for their health insurance, which sounds okay, except their health insurance is like can be 
a thousand dollars a month easily. Right. So it's it, and you, with on Obamacare, they cover like ninety percent of it or whatever. Yeah. So, so do you think they'll repeal it? Like, w- when do you think that's gonna? Uh, well, they you know they they originally said repeal day one. Right. You know, and then they're talking about the other thing is the Medicaid thing too, which they want to block grant that thing. Yeah. Which means that could fuck everyone on Medicaid and stuff. So. I thought they weren't doing that, or am I thinking Medicare? No Medicaid. Oh, I thought the whole thing is they were like, we're not going to touch that. They're not going to touch Medicare, Medicaid. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, you're just hoping that there's so much infighting. Do you think there'll be a backlash to that? Because that's the whole thing now everyone's pissed about. Well, apparently there's the hardcore Tea Party Republicans who just want to get rid of everything and just make it like the old system. Right. And they're fighting with the other Republicans. The Republicans are just fighting with each other. So you just hope that they fight with each other long enough that nothing gets done. Yeah, or that they won't have the votes. Right. Because there are some Republicans who actually are not on board with him. They only need to get three senators. They pick up three. three two of them said they, they probably were not going to vote for a repeal. Right. So they would need just one more. So do you think that that will happen? I don't know. They uh, lean on these senators pretty hard. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, and anything else about that? Was did anything else strike you about that whole thing that well, his Congress? I, I I wanted to watch it, but then I missed it. No, just more because he didn't even talk too much about Obamacare because it was so you know this is kind of messy right now. And well, did he say something about Yemen about the Yemen thing? Yeah, well, then that guy who died because of that. Yeah, thing. the guy, the, the guy's father didn't want to meet him. Yeah, but he also had the, the the widow there, right? And everyone applauded for him, and then he had to make it. He went off card and he made a stupid comment about it. What did he say? Well, everyone, he's like, oh, you bet your husband's looking down from heaven and, and he's so happy that he got this long applause break. I'm like, dude, what, what are you doing, man? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's really thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it for an applause break. That's how, like, fucking egotistically is. It's like everything. He it's thinks, all about that. Yeah, everything comes down to, like, just getting applause breaks. Yeah, ratings and stuff like that. So he gets, and then did, I guess he didn't, he said in an interview or something recently, he kind of, like, didn't take responsibility for the Yemen mission he was like well i wasn't even president when that was planned yeah that's a lie that was them <laughs> he kinda, yeah, they were like you can't be president like you know not take responsibility for like missions no and he didn't he signed off on it obama right didn't. don't look at me <laughs> like that's the president now right. i wasn't i didn't do he just you know that whole thing he never does anything wrong no i know i didn't do it <laughs> you can't say that when you're president well, um, he'll, be, he'll eventually be saying it more uh yeah yeah of course yeah, when something really, really big happens. Yeah. Uh, so another thing about the Oscars, I guess there was another fuck up. Well, first of all, like Bill, Bill Paxton died the day oh, before, yeah, and right. then he wasn't even in the in memoriam. No, but she brought the name up. She did, but then I was wondering if like she just did it on her own, or no? I think they they make that up like ahead of time. So they yeah, just, how long does it take to shove another head into fucking PowerPoint? That's you know, what I was thinking. Yeah. Why couldn't they have just like like no, it's done? Yeah. Like, come on, you guys could have added. He was like a big actor. What was your favorite Paxton movie? Um, I'm like I love him. What was uh, what was he? I like the movie A Simple Plan. I love Did you that. ever see that? Yeah. yeah, that's a really good movie. I actually read that book before. Oh, I didn't even know. It was and the book was and the, the reason why the movie was so good is they didn't change the book at all. Oh, really? Because. You know, it's a dark ending. And yeah. I, when I oh, saw, yeah, it is. When I saw the movie, I'm like, oh, they're going to make it a nice ending. But yeah. Sam Raimi directed. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to keep it. Like right, right. Yeah. Um, it was, I guess when Sam Raimi, I like, 
was wasn't huge yet. Like he hadn't done Spider Man. Yeah, he was turning into he was going from Army of Darkness and Dark Man to actual real movies. Yeah, know? like uh, yeah, he's great, yeah. Sam Raimi. Like, did you you probably saw Evil Dead? Right? Oh, of course, yeah. The first one's all right. The second one's like classic. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It actually was just on like two days. You ago. watch that show. Uh, which one? The one on Stars, where it's the Evil the, Dead TV show. Oh, Ash versus yeah. Evil Dead. No, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> is it? Is it supposed to take place uh, when he goes? And I just watch here and there. It's just the same shit where he just says crazy things. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. He says ridiculously over the top things, and then he just just kills yeah, these baby. guys in the most violent fucking ways. Yeah. The, did you like Army of Darkness? Yeah, yeah. I loved it when I saw it. it that one's like an out and out comedy. Yeah. The second Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead is like a horror movie. Right. The second one's like a horror movie, but like funny. Yeah. Because he's so weird and says <laughs> so many weird things. Groovy. Yeah, groovy. <laughs> you know the part when he has to like chop his own hand off? Yeah. And then he like p- takes a book and he puts it on down and says farewell to arms. <laughs> like it's funny, but yeah. then the third one is just like an all out comedy. I, uh, uh. Um, Did you ever see talk about the packs and frailty? Yeah, See, yeah, I really liked that movie. You did? I really did. Yeah, I thought you, it was pretty good. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it again. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was pretty good. He directed it, right? right? Uh, that's another one that kind of has a weird ending, right? Yeah. Isn't it like the whole thing is that he's right? <laughs> yeah, because you think he's like this ultra. Reli- you think the movie's like an anti-religion movie, right? And then and in he's the crazy. End, in the end, it, but it has like that anti-religion theme in a way, and then in the end, it's not. Yeah, at you the know, end, he's he's right about everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, because the whole movie, he's like making his sons kill, help him kill people yeah. because he's like, I saw he was a bad, a bad person he's or a something. Demon. He's yeah, a he's demon. a demon. Yeah, and then at the end, he, he he really is. They were really demons. That I mean, he was the best. Ruin. I'm just gonna ruin. This is a podcast. <laughs> I'm a ruined movie. Well, he was the best. I think at. Uh, being funny in dramatic roles in a way, he'd always have like this kind of humor to him. Yeah. Even when he was being serious, there was something about that, you know? I mean, yeah. some movies he was flat out funny, like in Aliens. Aliens, weird, weird science. science. But Aliens, he was like the comic relief. Yeah, Aliens, he's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you know, it's so funny. That's why Cameron, I think, loved him and put him in all his movies. Yeah, too. he, uh, oh, yeah, he's in Titanic, right? Yeah. And True Lies. Right. But it's funny because he's so great. He did Weird Science. He's so great in it. That was a huge movie. Aliens right after it. He's so great in it. It was a huge movie. And then, like, I looked at... I think he, like, kind of had a hard time working for, like, four or five years. I read an interview with him, and he said that he, you know, just kind of missed out on some big roles, and it just... You know, he had a good career. He just... He never got to that level. Yeah. A lot of people thought he was Bill Pullman a lot, that type of thing. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, it. what's so funny is Saturday, I was working, and I you know was really bored and so i pulled up wtf episodes and yeah. i saw bill paxton's oh nice and i was like you know i like bill paxton but i'm not like a crazy fan and i was like oh this should be an interesting uh, podcast and i listened to the whole thing and then th- that was saturday at like six and then the next morning i, w- I saw that he died Get the fuck that on here. saturday had, wow isn't that crazy you killed him I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. But I've had a few, like, I guess a lot of people have that, but I've had that a lot where some, something, someone will pop into my... The the girl from um, Can't Buy Me Love, I was, like, thinking about her wow. and, te- and, like, texting her. I was going to say, like, Googling her. I was like, oh, whatever happened to her? And then the next day, I heard she died. That kind of happened to me, actually, uh, George Michael. Right. Recently. Oh, did it? I'm not even joking. I was, like, thinking about some of the songs. I think I even downloaded a couple. Oh yeah, you know I think that might have yeah yeah. And then like the next day he died, I was like. So now I'm gonna I'm thinking of Freddie Prince Jr. 
<laughs> you always like bring them up. <laughs> and Lou Diamond fell out. You're not thinking of Trump? No. Oh, we oh can't, yeah. We can't yeah. say that. We can't say that. We don't yeah. want the oh, secret service. Well, he can just. He, yeah, I want Trump to live to ever. Live to ever. Me I'm too. Li- yeah. Live forever. <laughs> um, but uh, no. So I, yeah, that that was so that was so odd. Because the next morning, someone like I made a comment, and then. I, I made a joke about the in memoriam because I was like I can't wait to see who they leave out and someone was like oh it'll be pa- Paxton will be at the end and I was like Paxton wait a minute and then I saw that he died oh you didn't know that because when you saw him trending see now on Twitter you'll you'll see the trending but they'll actually give a little one line description behind oh, it. oh really yeah. no I didn't see that I um, just uh, but yeah it made me think he in the interview he's very humble and he he almost acts like I mean I think it was like 2 years ago maybe like a year maybe did, in the last year Did he year. talk about he must have talked about when he was uh he was there the day that Kennedy got shot Yeah he yeah. did he he I told saw the that picture story of that, Yeah there's a picture of him as a kid on someone's uh shoulders Yeah um but it's it's a really fascinating story cuz he yeah he was from Texas and uh I guess he wanted to get into movies and he moved to Hollywood and worked as like a in set design or something, and I think he was there for years, and then he finally, just the fact that he did kind of like have a lot of success. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had a good career. He had a great career, but he kind of was downplaying. It just shows you how like you can be, you can have a great career, and like if it's not going well for a couple of years, you just feel like you're not in the game anymore. Because yeah. that's kind of what he was saying. He's like, yeah, well, the last few years haven't been that good. And, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I think he was just being kind of humble, but at the same time, like. I think when even if you have a good career, if you're in the middle of Hollywood and you know all these famous people and everyone's kind of surpassing you, yeah. you feel like you're not doing well. Well, I think he was on Big Love for a few years. I yeah. like that. I like that show. I never saw that, but yeah, yeah he was a star of that. Was yeah. it good? I liked it. Yeah, I watched the last episode when I, after he died because I wanted to watch it again. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what, what what's like one of your favorite movies? Oh, you said Frailty. Frailty, I think, and then Simple Plan. Uh, Aliens, aliens. Yeah, I was I, Twister. I don't know if I uh, Twister's not that good. Well, listen, he was in Twister and Titanic. Yeah, and Aliens. Come on, he was in some of the I fucking know, biggest I know. movies. He's like, oh, I didn't do that well. Yeah. He just wasn't the star of any of those movies. Well, Twister, he was. Yeah, it's true. And that was like a huge movie. Like that was. that was that was kind of when he was like that was. I think that was his peak. I mean, like commercially. Yeah, there was. I know that he was like 1990s movie with Helen Hunt. Uh, was it Michael Crichton script or something or? Book? With him, Twister. Yeah, yeah, Twister. Yeah, yeah. I think Steven Spielberg produced it. Yeah, but it's like it's it was John DeBont. John DeBont directed. Oh, the guy okay. did Speed. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. But it's such a '90s thing. Like all these '90s people. Like, yeah, it. totally. It's just what, what is it? They're chasing t- tornado. Yeah. What a dumb. <laughs> oh, the tornado's coming. Uh, yeah, Aliens is so funny how he's just like the bait. He, at the beginning of Aliens, he's like the tough Marine guy. Yeah. But then like when they get in trouble, he's just like, he's just whining the whole time. Game movie. over. Game over, Game man. Game over, man. I like when he goes, why'd you put her in charge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Paul Reiser's such like the sl- slimy guy in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a great movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another, what some of his funny lines are. You can kill me out. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're like we need to, someone to like go to get to the bay to get the other plane or something. He's like, you can kill me, out, man. <laughs> and then Bishop, the oh, android's yeah. like, I can do it. He's like, yeah, man, Bishop should go. 
<laughs> I just love how he's such a babe. He's like this tough Marine. He's such a babe. That's yeah. like, because that would be me. There. <laughs> I think that's why everyone loved him because that's like the inner, what's really, that's like what's going on inside of everyone, but he just like let it out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like what being a hero, like when someone's like a hero, that's how they really feel inside. That's true. I think everyone kind of just. Uh, but they don't, do they have to be like, well, I can't act like that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But like he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> like this huge because what, yeah what's so funny is how he's like such a tough guy at the beginning he's the biggest pussy um, um, yeah he he was he was really funny you see that a lot with actors who like they're good at comedy but they get they think they're serious actors no it's just I think he always injected a little humor in his roles even if yeah. he wasn't deliberately trying to be funny you know there's just something funny about he was just very almost like he would always actually after frailty, he got big love, but it was this character that was just very like religious. But there was something slightly off and quirky about him. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, and but that's what I mean. It's like he was really good at comedy, but I don't think something in him was like, oh, I should be doing comedy. No, he would have been good at that. You could have seen him in those. Well, things. I mean, like Weird Science, he's yeah. fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's so funny in that. He's like one of the funniest parts. It is. I think what it was is he was like that kind of southern. He had this southern thing to him of kind of like the good old boy, like yeah. "Hey man, oh, fuck you, you turd," like that kind of. <laughs> it's funny, like a very gregarious. But then it's weird because he, I think he, he seemed like a very humble, nice guy. Yeah, um, he was in Apollo thirteen too. That was another. Big yeah, one. that was the, one of the big ones. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He he kind of had a like not the but he had a great career because he didn't like have. He was always like in good things. Yeah, but, I mean, still, you're the second or third lead, maybe the third lead in like five of the biggest movies of the 90s. I know. That's true. Like when I'm listening to this interview, well, maybe that's what it is. You know, like when you are that thing and maybe when you're not at a certain time, yeah. you're just like, eh, it's over for me. I know it's weird. Like never goes away. You know what I mean? I feel like Brad Pitt is in his house right now. Like, God, it's over. <laughs> um, yeah, they can sleep in their money. No, I know. Yeah, he can just he can uh, calm him. He's single now. What you know? Remember there was the thing when they broke up and he was like apparently not doing well. It's like, oh really, Brad Pitt? You're Brad Pitt, and now you can bang anyone. Yeah, he runs a production company anyway. He makes movies now. Um. So the other thing in the Oscars is the in memoriam. Uh. So I guess they showed someone wrong who didn't die. Did you hear that? Oh yeah, I did hear that. Like a a woman who's still alive. That's another. <laughs> just like, yeah, how did they get that one wrong? Apparently they got the name right, but they just they showed the picture of someone who's not dead. But imagine you're watching the Oscars and they're like, "Oh, these people who died," and then they just had your picture. Like, wow, I guess yeah, that makes me feel a little irrelevant in the business. That's right. It's like, and they always don't include people. Yeah, and I I I realized that I guess why they they do it on purpose. They right. do it because I think part of the attitude is like. Yeah, we're gonna like still exclude people. It's a very exclusive. Yeah, like yeah. if we didn't like how you died, did you see they put Prince in there? Did they? Was Prince in there? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it technically I, was an actor. Yeah, he was in Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah he was in a few movies under the cherry moon. <laughs> under the cherry moon graffiti bridge. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, they have to. I'm sure they put him in there for his acting. Yeah. But then there's people who were like actors, like their whole lives, and supported themselves, and they're like, yeah. get it. <laughs> that must be so shitty. It's like it never ends. You know what I mean? Like, you die, and they're like, no, we're, we're not going to. Like, John Hurt him. was in there. 
Was he? Yeah. And, uh, uh, it's funny because he's had an accomplished career, but he still will always remember for the thing that popped out of his stomach, you know? Oh, Alien. Yeah. What, what else was he in? He, he's he, a lot of movies. He's a good he 1984. Good. Yeah. He was like a weird looking guy. He always looked like something bad that just happened to him. <laughs> uh, All right. Then, do you have to go? Oh, we'll probably have to wind this up soon. Is any, we have no, it's only been. How much more time we have? Uh, well, we don't, we don't have. We can end it any time. Do you want to talk about this last thing? Yeah, let's get into that, and then we'll get going. Um, you have to go to a show, right? <laughs> uh, talk about Jamie sh- Kilstein. Yeah. All right. Did you know him, or I do did, you know him? Nothing like he died, but I guess his yeah. I, over. I did a couple of shows with him years ago, or on, we're on the shows with him. You know, yeah. Did you ever have a bad experience he, with him? No, but did he abuse you? No, but I mean, you gotta. I, do you see some of those videos that he makes? Yeah, I was going to play. Part. First of all, the whole thing with him is he's this comedian that his whole thing was like a feminist male comedian. So he was always kind of like male bashing. And sure. whenever these things would happen in comedy, like someone make a rape joke, he would always get really mad. And so, and you know, so now it's coming out that he was like harassing and abusing women. First of all, it's very vague. I don't know what they don't really say what happened. They're just like, he like was inappropriate. But that's the thing. He might have not even been that bad, but you know he's his standard is so high that if he just right. makes women feel uncomfortable, and so he kind of lied in the own his the bed that he made for himself. Yeah, you know? it's just so like unsurprising uh. that like this guy who's always like bashing other people's be- you know it's that thing whenever the they doth protest too much right. about the certain th- I don't like that the guys were like I hate gay people. No, and I, really the gay. other thing I, with his comedy, it's just like. He's just preaching. It's so I don't. It's I'm very a, preachy. I'm a yeah. very. I'm a liberal, but I don't want. I don't. I don't think it's that funny when someone says goes on stage and goes homophobia is bad, racism is bad, this is bad. Yeah, we know it's bad. Yeah, unless you have some sort of angle on this, you're not really saying too much. And I think it's kind of a crutch to be like, oh well, I'm not trying to just be funny. I'm like making a statement. And there's nothing wrong with that as a comic, but it's just not that funny yeah. to me. I mean, you can do it. I just no, don't think but it's I see comics doing it sometimes, and it's like. You know, just to go up there and get cheap applause to say racism is, racism is bad. Right. We know it's bad. You ha- you have to have an angle on right. it to explain. It depends wha- on what room you're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like you can make it. You can make points. You but, guys, yeah. don't throw babies out the window. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's like a little of him. There's just something like very pre- well, the, preaching the and stuff, irritating. No, I where he's like playing a song. I don't know. He's preaching. I never really knew him. I met him a few times, and like he was always kind of nice when I met him. But he would always, when I would go up, he'd be like, "Hey, man, you're so great," you know. And I was like, "Wow, this guy thinks I'm really funny." And then later, someone told me they were like, "Oh, yeah, he like goes up to everyone and says that or oh, something really? like that." I was like, "Oh, well, I don't. Maybe the person was lying to make me feel bad." He wasn't but, paying attention, yeah. But here's a little bit of his. It's him like talking about being a white male. Struggled. <laughs> <laughs> I've struggled financially, I've struggled with depression, I've struggled with addiction, I have dad issues, and mom issues, and I have Okay, I, I guess the thing now, it's just kind of, there's this, first of all, it's just funny how like- He's all why the, Trump got elected, guys like this, man. Because they like, they, he represents- Yeah, the social justice warriors or whatever. I right. mean, I'm very liberal, but this kind of liberalism annoys the shit out of me. Well, him. I think what yeah. the problem with him is uh, he's preaching certain um, ideas- and values, but he's he's super like unappealing. Like he's kind of unlikable. Yeah. Like he's very easy to not like. And I feel like that's kind of what he 
likes to stand on. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just going to say what I want. And, like, right. If you don't like it, like, fuck you. But it's like, it's easy to not like. I never really knew him, but. Plus, he's preaching to the choir. So when he says all this stuff, the people who come out to see him, it's not like some redneck's going to go, hey, let me see this Jamie Kill scene. And then this guy does an act. It's like, nah, I'm not going to be racist anymore. Yeah. He's just preaching to the choir. It's like an echo chamber. Yeah. You know, it's like a bubble. And that's the problem. With, and, you know. and I'm sure he did all this stuff. But like I said, it's just kind of like scary that if you kind of piss off a few people, they can, well, I'm sure he did it, but they can just like write things and be like, he was abusive and he did these horrible things and your career is just over. Right. But hey, listen, media. that's the thing. If you're a guy, if you're the kind of person who calls out people on all this stuff, yeah. you got to fucking, you live, you have to live by a higher standard. Right. You might not have done it that much, but you know what? You have to think that. You that's know I mean? the problem. I think we talked about the last time where if you, um, are kind of like trying to perf- uh, give out this perception of yourself, or put it out there that you're like a good person and you don't do you don't do horrible things. When you do something bad, everyone's like, "Oh, yeah." But if you're just upfront about how shitty you are, you can just kind of say and do shitty things, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, what a like Trump." Yeah. Oh, well, that's what he is. <laughs> right. Like with Trump, it was just like, "Yeah, I'm like a piece of shit." Like you yeah. just kind of. But when you're kind of yeah, like uh, you're trying to like. Uh, put yourself out there that you're like, oh, well, women, and I fight for women's rights, and I'm a uh, mouthpiece for fe- yeah. for feminism. Guys like that, I mean, you can't have any missed it. And I, I mean, it's so funny, of course. I mean, and he he kind of looks like I, yeah. <laughs> he just he's, he always seemed a little like cre- like it doesn't surprise me that it might be creepy to women. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I was on a show with him a long time ago, and he, he wasn't even doing political jokes. And then I saw him again. I'm like, what, what, what what's going on here? Oh, he got like yeah. I think that I think he kind of wanted to be. He was that thing. Some some comedians just like worship Bill Hicks. Yeah, like I think he kind of wanted to be that guy. That was his niche. Very kind of like preachy, almost like Janine Garofalo ish. Yeah, she kind of became like that because I remember like when he was doing things, uh, he um, was always like I would see pictures of them together. Oh, I know, and he's got this fan base. I mean, they're all going to be gone now immediately. What is it like, women or what? Yeah, women and super whatever. But that that video that when he plays the music, that's just. Did you watch the? the yeah, is it like catcalling? Yeah, did you watch that one? Uh, yeah, it's pretty shitty. It's just him kind of like doing spoken word. Yeah, it's pretty cringeworthy, man. It's rough, man. It's really bad, right? Yeah. Well, do you want me to play a little bit of? It? You have to go. Well, it's but. just him doing like a. You can obviously a stand up set that. Yeah. Yeah, there's something like this. He came off like kind of pretentious. Just a little bit. Plus, like that joke about, hey, how would you like it if I was, uh, if you were a guy and some girl went up to you and said, "Nice cock." I mean, you know how many times that joke's been done, <laughs> right? I'd be like, I'd be like, wow, that'd be cool. No, but you, have you heard that? Yeah, it's, it's not done, like a new. I know. Yeah, you know, then that's what I think annoys nice me. Nice balls. Yeah. you know, like, all right, here, this is. No, it's really, it, it's bad. I watched a little bit of it, and you know it, the, the way he's doing it is just so like holier than thou. <laughs> I'd love to see what you're packing under those boxer briefs. Bet it's something real juicy. But you got some fat balls under there, huh? You got some fat balls? Why don't you jiggle those fat balls over here to mommy? Okay. I mean, if a chick said that, I'd be like, "Cool." I, but th- does that's it, the don't problem. You find just, it's painful. It is. It's very, and th- it's there's something about the tone of him saying it that's very. Right. Um, holier than thou and like condescending and patronizing and and acting like he's um an intellectual or something right but like. i feel like for comedic value i mean 
actually that's kind of funny i actually think having the guitar guys and stuff like that but what he's saying is just so yeah it's hacky yeah it's so hacky it's so been done and I he's mean, taking himself too seriously yeah that's what some that's what i don't like about it, that kind of comedy a lot it's it's just like when the when the person just seems like their their personality is taking themselves and the world so seriously right. it's like comedy a lot i mean you can talk about serious things but it's just kind of like I, I don't know, like Louis C.K. and stuff, but I, I, he's likable. Yeah, that's what a lot of it just comes down to. It's if you're totally really unlikable, yeah. you're just something like I don't. This guy's annoying. I don't want to listen to this guy's <laughs> like his opinion. You know, if you don't like someone, you're like I don't want to hear what your opinion is. All right, I better get going go. though. All right, I'll just keep talking. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. That was a good one. That was a great one. All right. All right. Bye. bye.